Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. And in the storyteller chair, Chip Chantry. Hello, Steve. Hello, Chip. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm going to tell a story now. Does that sound good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Great. Here's my story. So I'm a stand-up comedian, as as most of you know. In this room. I do stand-up comedy. Yes. For the yeah, other right. people, never heard of me. I do, right. I do, I do stand-em-ups comedy, stand-up comedian. I've been doing comedy for a number of years. When I first started doing comedy, I wanted to be... A prop comic. Yes. That's all I wanted awesome. to do. By the way, one of my favorite comedians in the world is the legendary Wid, who is a prop comic from Philadelphia. Yeah. He's, he's the best. Oh, my God. He's so funny. So I was a fourth grade teacher at the time. I had this persona I was a little nervous about. And it's the early days of the internet, kind of, you know, before Facebook. YouTube's kind of coming when around. When you're just starting out, you mean? When I'm just starting out. Uh-huh. I'm a fourth grade teacher. I'm doing stand-up comedy, literally wearing khaki slacks and a oh, yeah. button-up Oxford shirt and nice shoes. Keeping right in from- mind, Tim Allen made millions. Well, yes, he I mean, did. That, yes, he did. Is that what you were wearing in the classroom? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. Right, so yeah. you're just coming from work. Yeah, but I would also dress it up for, I didn't know enough to be like, oh, I can just wear jeans and a t-shirt and be a cool guy. Right. I just, I thought that's what you had to do. So you would do these, and then you'd show up for work the next day? Oh, yeah. On like, what, four hours sleep? Oh, sometimes even less than that. So oh. when I first started, myself and Johnny Goodtimes, who is yeah. a, mm-hmm. a local Quizzo guy, we met at the comedy class that we took in Northeast Philly, and Dan Goodman, who's a New York comic now. The three of us started an open mic on Monday nights at Finn McCool's, right across from mm-hmm. Fergie's on 12th mm-hmm. and Sansom, which it's nice now. It used to just be this really crappy Irish pub sports bar. That was all of Philadelphia. Yes. What yes. year is this, approximately? Early, mid-2000s. I'm going to call it 2004-ish, okay. maybe. We would do this terrible open mic, and it was literally just drunk convention people. Literally homeless people would wander in. And the regulars at the bar that are just trying to watch Monday Night Football who hated mm. us. Mm-hmm. And then we would do this. And it was always Monday late night at night. Monday Night Open Mic, right. Monday Night Open Mic. We wouldn't get done until at least one in the morning. And then I would have to drive an hour home, maybe get to bed by two, and then have to be up at six yeah. for work. And that's a Monday. So yeah. I'm starting Tuesday morning just exhausted. Yep. And yeah. I did that for years and just got my bones that way. So when I started doing comedy, I wanted to be sort of this nice guy I wanted to be liked, and I was afraid of being too dirty or too dark because I was worried that, oh, what if a parent is in the yeah. audience? Yeah. Did you what? have any uh, comedians you kind of like, I don't want to say idolized because that's a stupid term, but like that you kind of uh, modeled yourself Emulated. after? Emulated. Emulated. Great. I mean, I always loved Brian Regan, yeah. who is clean. Yep. That, and I loved dark humor. I'm not a yeah. huge dirty humor fan. Like, if it's funny, funny is funny. Sure. Yeah. So it's dirty and funny, great. If it's just dirty, I, I, it doesn't interest me. So were you trying to be clean? You weren't. You didn't have a set. To a certain extent, I was. And I think I'm just Well, that also, was your sensibility. That, that was my sensibility. It was just like, hey, nice guy, yeah. fun, let's just have fun. Yeah. So what I would do is I would do the open mics in the Northeast Comedy Cabaret, which is basically the only open mic in town. This is before Healing was around, before Fit, before anything. And that was kind of low-down, dirty, awful humor and then I would be the guy who was the cedar, and I would help set up at the Comedy Cabaret in Cherry Hill on what Saturday is, nights. Tell us what cedar so is. So basically the usher. So I got hired pretty much right out of my class. I was very lucky. Every Saturday night, I would drive to Cherry Hill, New Jersey, to the uh, back room of a hotel. Like the, It yep. was literally the uh, breakfast yep. 
Continental yeah. Breakfast Room. I think room. I've been there to see shows. A yeah. friend of mine took a class. The, yeah. El- that was the a Elephant showcase. Castle. There was also the Rascals was there too. Okay. Uh, so and they were like right down the street from each other. So I'm sure like on Route 70 and Cherry Hill. Yeah. Well, like there was Julie's Steakhouse. Or, yeah, uh, near there. Yes. Spaghetti Warehouse. Yes. Yeah, like that kind of. Yeah. yeah. So. I would have to go and I would just show up like two hours before showtime and I would literally have to wipe down the tables to get the syrup off the tables from the breakfast mm. right. <laughs> and then help the guy set up the stage, set up the backdrop, put all the tables together, put the comment cards and the little golf pencils out and then I would have to seat everybody Okay, and then they would give me 10 minutes to perform during the show and then at the end of the night they would give me $25 and I thought that was the greatest thing in the world of course wow. absolutely and I did that for ba- for a year where were you in the set where was that 10 minutes yeah I was a guest spot so it would be like four comics maybe five comics on the show I'd go like second or third okay I mean it was great but it was also Cherry Hill New Jersey so it's this sort of affluent suburban right. people who don't want to hear dark jokes mean jokes yeah. dirty jokes so that's how, kind of how I was like, if I wanted to get laughs and be good, I had to kind of be clean and kind of middle of the road or whatever. But I do have that dark sensibility, and yeah. I, I do love dark jokes, death and dying and whatever. <laughs> right? It's whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Just yeah, 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 yeah. I would write these jokes down that were just terrible or like mean or Get them out. Weird, yes. Yeah. And it's before Twitter – Twitter would have been a perfect opportunity, although I'd have to use a pseudonym, but they were basically tweets that were just weird or dark or mean or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I could never use them. So it just wasn't me, but I just had this notebook full of jokes. Thoughts. Yes. That I was like, (laughs) this could be really funny, but Chip Chantry wouldn't say that. Dark Chip. Yeah. Dark Chip. Hey, look what I found, guys. This isn't me. I I found this in the woods (laughs) under some penthouses. Let's see what's in it. So I had these jokes and I was like, screw it. One night, I'm just going to the open mic. And it was the open mic where people were dark and filthy anyway. So it didn't matter. But what I did was I decided to put on a costume. Chris Gaines. Yeah, I was the Chris Gaines, the uh, Garth Brooks. (laughs) Yeah, Chris Gaines. Alter ego, yeah. A year or two before that, before I started comedy, I went for Halloween one year as Max Fisher from Rushmore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the beret and the glasses and the blue suit. I know exactly where this is going. Well, let's let Kevin finish this. No, yeah, no, Kevin, no, take no. it away. Come on. But, come but, I, but I'm you, a he's, fan of he's, Chip. Yes, so. So, yeah, so you know. All right. So I decided basically to do that. I put the beret on. I put the glasses on. <laughs> I put a suit. I put a weird like mustard shirt on. I put two ties on. Yep. Like two separate ties. <laughs> and it, like, like I I had my shirt tail sticking out of my fly like uh-huh. deliberately, you know. So, yeah. right. so And I'm wearing like corduroys. It's very, I'm just very disheveled. Yeah. But like also buttoned, the jacket is buttoned up like I'm very regal. Uh-huh. I'm trying. Like an alien trying to put a suit on. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so it was this like, kind of sophisticated college professor type guy but also just very rumpled up and i would have them introduce me i started out with a couple different names i started with the name and this is of the time i started with the name ladies and gentlemen please welcome we have a very special guest donovan mcnab oh that's fantastic <laughs> oh, wow. and people would get excited <laughs> yes. oh my god yes. Yes. and then i would come out <laughs> And he was so mad. So what I decided to do is put on this faux British accent. And I'm not good at accents, but this faux British accent. And I would be like, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I'm legally uh, required to tell you that I'm no way affiliated with the Philadelphia Eagles or the National Football Association. It just happens to be my name. So deal with it. (laughs) And then I was like. Would that win him back? Yeah, I mean, kind of. And a lot of times it was just other comics, but sometimes. And then I just had this book. 
And I was like, now I'm going to read from my book of truths. <laughs> which and you I still w- do. Which I still do. Yeah. And I would open up the book and I would just read these one-liners, these non-sequiturs, these mean yeah. jokes, these stupid jokes. Thoughts. These yeah. whatever. And I was two, three years in a comedy, maybe a little bit more. And the first time I did it was the most fun I've ever had on stage. Right. And it killed. Yeah. It like I did okay before, and this killed. And a, I'm hiding behind a character. Yeah, I was more outrageous, and yeah. I wasn't nervous. Yeah, and I had the book, and I just read, and I just nailed these jokes, and people went crazy. Having seen it, I think part of it is it feels like the character at least could give a crap. Oh, what the reaction he could is. not care. At, he actually hates well, it when people right. like. I mean, you, you, I mean, you come out to Donovan McNabb. Yes, yeah. In 2004. Yeah. When we made a Super Bowl run. Yes, yeah. he yeah. was, a big he was the man. Yeah. Yes. Why, why I'm so like on the edge of my seat to see how the name evolved. Yeah. So, and then I went by the name Alan Iverson for a while too. <laughs> <laughs> another another British name. Another British name, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Alan Iverson, and people get all excited. Sure. And then I would come out. Never chase Utley because chase yeah. it would it would Wait, kill. Would it you, would kill. the lady, yes. you would never win the ladies back. Never. Would yeah. you? Would, yeah, right. They'd never forgive. <laughs> My wife would never forgive you. <laughs> would you wait longer and longer once they introduce? Oh yeah, like, like really them, build like, it up let and they're real. The claps die down. Like okay, this is a joke, and then you and come then out. I come out. They hate it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's and great. in my character, I was so much above the crowd, yeah. and I was so yeah. dismissive and angry with the crowd that they would clap, and I would literally be like, "Shut up, shut up!" It's very coughing. Like, it, yeah, and yeah. It, was, it was very, it was very coughing. That was the type of thing. And I would yell at them and be like, "You yeah. listen to me, and you shut up." And they would laugh, and I'd be like, "Quiet down!" You know, like yell yeah. at them. So freeing. It's so freeing. And I would just read these terrible jokes, and it would just go really well. So my brother in his first house, he had an unfinished basement, and he's a drummer. So he had his drum set in the unfinished basement on a little stage. It was like three inches high just in case the basement flooded. It was up a little bit. And his band would practice down there. So we would do a show called Santa's Hangover. We started at Fergie's years ago, the weekend before between Christmas and New Year's. Right. Mm. And I would bring some comedy friends. We'd do some comedy. And then my brother's band would play. And it was just an excuse for all of our friends to show up awesome. and get drunk. Yeah. And just we'd hang out. So then we would do it in my brother's basement, but it looked like the prom from Footloose, you know, mm-hmm. we, and then we put folding chairs and we had a keg and then we would do a comedy show and then my brother's band would play. So for whatever reason, I decided I wanted a new name. So that day, it was like an hour before I was going to perform for like 50 of our friends in a basement. I was like, I want it to be very regal, but also be like a game show host kind of stupid. I just wanted the stupidest, dumbest name I could think of for my character. For, I don't <laughs> have, I just remember sitting on my bed. Coming up with it, I just came up with the name Bing Supernova. That was Bing? my Bing Bing Supernova Supernova. All right, which I'm like ashamed to admit. I think I have seen Bing Supernova more than I've seen Chip Chantry. There is that's a definite possibility. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what was the outfit for Bing? Exactly the same. Okay. Still two ties. Two ties and the book, everything. The down, book, yeah. Everything was the same. I just changed the name. Yeah, it was the same character. I just changed the name. And yeah, it's yeah. a whole set as being Supernova. Yes, you and usually the set would be about ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. It's never a long set because it's one liners and it's weird. It couldn't last more than that. And probably. British accent the whole time. Yes, but not a very good. One. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the one we heard earlier. I think it's important. Yes. That okay. It's not yes. Good. I mean, if you want, I, I I did write down a couple of his jokes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely. So I should say, and I'm getting ahead of myself. 
I rarely do Bing anymore. Every once in a while, he Bing gets asked to come out. You do it for the Secret Pants holiday show, don't you? Typically? Every once in a while, I've okay. done it for the Secret Pants now, holiday show. Now, did you continue to feed this book? Not really. And that's so actually part of the metamorphosis of Because it. of Twitter. Fucking Twitter killed Twitter, Bing. Twitter kind of killed it. And really part of the reason is my friends were like, I was too afraid to do these jokes, but these jokes would do well. Yeah. And they're like, you're so nervous on stage. You're so reserved on stage. Just be Bing. Don't be Bing, but right. just Bing can become Chip Chantry. Like right. you, Chip Chantry can tell these jokes. <laughs> right. You can swallow Bing. Yes. And just be, <laughs> and just be Bing. And which I've done a lot more of. I'll write jokes that used to be Bing jokes, but now I have the confidence right. myself right, right. as Chip Chantry to be like, fuck it. It's funny. Wow, I'm going to cool. do it. That's really so interesting. I, yeah. I, at the urging of a bunch of my comedian friends, Dewey Horner and yeah. Kent Haynes from back in the day, they're like, you need to just do Bing's jokes yeah. because you're good enough you know yeah these two bing and, and chip need to meet and yes, that's that's and the that's, show that's the show yeah that should be my set and i'm still always working on that trying to be less caring and less anxious on stage sure, and just be very like, tough it, you know yeah you want to hear some big jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hold, to give hold on one second though hey this is steve with the punch up podcast in the storyteller chair right now is bing supernova good evening ladies and gentlemen my name is Bing Supernova, and I will now read from my book of truths. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Bing. Thank you. Now quiet down. Let me do my jokes. Shut up. Okay. The people at Coppertone Sunscreen claim that wearing SPF 45 lotion is as effective as wearing clothes. The people at Old Country Buffet strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what that's what Bing would do. And like some of these would get dark and edgy. Like so some of them are really dark and edgy. For example, the one um, quick quiz. What has three thumbs and was not affected by a stroke? Myself and the left side of my uncle Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you do that one. <laughs> so good. Uh, here's another one. Um, the Washington Redskins is the most racist name in sports, second only to the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, really, who refers to Jews as Falcons anymore? <laughs> it's 2018, people. Yeah. Um, so this is one of my favorite jokes. This is one I would do. So I would do that, and then I would just go, my friend Irv. So I'm reading all of these, by the way. Yeah. Look back out of your book, right? Yeah, out of so my book, a, my yeah. book of truths, and, and then uh, then I would do this joke. My friend Irving is an excellent swimmer. And then that was just it. And then I was just going to the next joke. And people were like, what is happening? What is happening? Like, there's nothing. Not, not, and, then, and then my big closer usually was, and this is terrible. Uh, uh, I, I know I'm a big hero of many of you and the fan. You were all fans of me, obviously. Uh, uh, I, had, I had heroes as a young man, too. Uh, uh, my big hero when I, was a, when I was a young man, I, when I was a young man, I wanted to be just like Michael Jordan. Just like Michael Jordan. Not because I like basketball that much. I just wanted someone to murder my father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so these, this is Bing Supernova. Yeah. And these are the jokes that Chip Chantry would never, ever do. Right. Bing allows no. you to tell these jokes. Yeah. So just for example, one of the jokes that I do now as Chip Chantry that started as a Bing joke that I was too afraid to do, uh, I just say, um, I just wait for a joke to kind of die down. I just give a pause and I was just like, Family first, ladies and gentlemen. Family first, right? Family first. That 
is how you do a murder-suicide. Right? <laughs> Family first and then you. Hey, this is Jesse Preisendorfer with the Punch-Up Podcast. In November, I'll be doing a show called This Week Sucked, Fridays at 10 p.m. CSZ Theater at 2030 Sansom Street. It's a long-form show. It's bring your own booze and bring your own sad story of why your week sucked, and we will turn it into comedy gold. If you want to buy tickets, it's cszphiladelphia.com. Every Friday, November 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd at 10 o'clock. This week sucked, 2030 Sansom Street, Fridays in November. Bring your booze, bring your sad stories, and we will make you laugh. Now ring that bell. <laughs> so I started doing Bing Supernova, and it became, I just did open mics, and it just became this thing among other comics that I was like, shit, this is, you know, like, you're having fun with this. Like, yeah. Just yeah. roll with it. And I was doing it more and more. So then all of a sudden, Bing started getting booked on some local bar shows and at, at Philly Improv Theater, and yeah. Secret Pants shows, and we would do things. And it got to the point where Bing was getting more bookings than Chip was. Right. And it was becoming a thing. I even had a show for a short time called Bing Supernova's Cavalcade of Fools. Mm. And it was just a comedy variety show, but I would, it would always try to be like weird things that I would do. But Bing would host it. One time, Bing hosted it, but then I did a set on Chip it. Chip did a set. Yes. And then Bing closed it too. And then I wanted to do a curtain call for everybody. This was when Alexis Simpson had yeah. the Philly Joke Initiative. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But and I did the show, and it was at the Latvian Society, which is that oh cool yeah, venue. What a, I love yeah, it. really cool venue. So what I did was I closed as Bing, and then I was like, oh, let's do a curtain call. Bring all the comedians. Like, well, you never do that as a, you know as a stand-up show. I was like, let's do a curtain call. And I ran to like the back of the room, and I had my buddy who happened to be in the audience, who kind of looks like me. We switched clothes and then i came up and took my ballast chip yeah. tree and i was like and bing supernova and bing comes up standing next to me yeah that is a hundred percent andy coffin because that's your yeah. tony yeah Clifton it's right tony now. Clifton. yeah one time i was on my way to fergie's to do doogie horner's ministry of secret jokes show that he used to yeah. do at fergie's which is such a fun show and so crazy it was my favorite show ever and he asked me to do bing and it was in the summertime and it was hot and i just i didn't i was tired of doing bing yeah and I was literally in a cab over to Fergie's, and I called Blake Wexler, who's out in L.A. now, who's a good friend of mine, a great comic. And I was like, hey, Blake. And he was pretty young at the time. And I was like, hey, do you want to be Bing tonight? Does he look like you a little bit? Not really. Okay. But what I did was— He's like a 700-pound black guy. Yes, I mean, exactly. he looks nothing no, like he's, I mean, he's a skinny white dude, you know, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So what he did is—and you guys know the layout of Fergie's, where you uh-huh. come up the stairs, there's a bathroom right there, and then you come around the stage in the corner. So what I decided to do, and I did not tell Doogie this. Doogie didn't know. So Doogie's like, okay, Bing's next. So I go into the bathroom. I give Blake Bing's outfit. Blake puts it on, and Doogie thinks I'm coming out as Bing. He's like, ladies, and the place is packed. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bing Supernova. Gets his big round of applause. I come out as Chip Chantry, just in shorts and a T-shirt, with Bing's book. And I just kind of like very sheepishly walk out there. And Doogie doesn't know what's going on. He's, yeah. And I was like, I, I got it, Doogie. And I was like, hey, um, Mr. Supernova asked me to come out here. He was, he's really offended by something that Doogie said earlier. He refuses to perform. But he knows he's contractually obligated to have something out there. So he's asked me to read his jokes. So I would do the jokes as me, but like as I'm kind of like fumbling through the right, jokes. Right. Yeah. I'm just doing uh, disapproval. Like, right. Yeah, like, like uh, the people at Coppertone Sunscreen claim that wearing SBF, you know, kind right, of like right, that. Right. Blake is in the corner now, and you can just see his silhouette with the beret and everything. Do that joke again! 
<laughs> do the joke again. Oh. And like, stop it. You're doing it wrong. And just screaming at me. And and then just going crazy. So then it's like this total Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. like yelling at one time, I like I'm always pretty organized with stuff. I double booked myself. I was supposed to do Bing down in Delaware and I show <laughs> up in Allentown on a Tuesday night of all things. Tuesday night. I was supposed to be up in Allentown as me and Bing in Delaware. And I called my buddy who ran the Delaware show. I was like, hey man, I'm really sorry. I double booked myself. And he's like, oh man, I really want to Bing. But I was like, I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Bing will be there. Bing will be there. And I didn't say anything to him. And I sent Rob Banowitz down as Bing yeah. without saying anything. And the guy never called me on it because he was like, this is, this is Andy Coffin. And I did my show in Allentown and then Bing That's performed. Great. And did, it worked. Did, wow. did Rob use your jokes? Yeah. He, yeah. Used, he, yeah, he had the book. He did everything. It's great. And like, I had this guy who is an agent and a booker and all this stuff. He saw me do it at Sketchfest, I think it was one year for a Secret Pants show and was like, this could be a thing. So anyway, around, I want to call it 2010, I was lucky enough to get an audition with Last Comic Standing. Oh, you wow. Know, they do yeah. the cattle call audition where you get to stand in line for, you know, 18 hours and then you come in and they give you 30 seconds. Or they would call around to the different, a couple comedy clubs around the country. They called Helium and be like, hey, send us eight of your funniest people. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we had an audition time, like Saturday at 2 p.m. I had an audition with the judges. So I was like, oh my God, this is great. But this is eight years ago. I'm still relatively new to comedy. And I'm just like, I'm just a boring dude. Like, I don't have a backstory. <laughs> I don't stand out in the crowd. Mm -hmm. They're never going to pick me for last comic standing. I'm just going to make a fool out of myself. They're going to be like, no, thank you. And then I'll be on like the goofy reel, like the, the crazy reel, mm -hmm. where yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, this yeah. guy sucks. And I'm like, do I want to put myself through that? But I didn't want to not go because yeah. Helium's given me this opportunity. So it hit me. I was like, oh, I'm going to game the system. I'm not going to audition. Bing is. Bing Supernova's going to audition. Oh, boy. And here's the thing. I was like, Bing's never going to pass, but Bing can get on the crazy reel. Yeah. And that would be a win for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. To get Bing Supernova oh, yeah. on NBC's Last Comic Standing yeah. as a crazy person. Yeah. Yes. Like that. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing. So I go up with Kent Haynes, who was my roommate at the time, who was a very funny comic, who did a Comedy Central spot. We go up. And I'm in line, and you're backstage, and I did the whole Bing Supernova thing. We're just lined up. So one you after waited the other. to get dressed till you were backstage. Well, yeah, and I went yeah. backstage, and I'm dressed, and there's like all of these other comics in front of us, and it's literally it's like a minute at a time, basically, and then you're out. Yeah. The judges that year were Natasha Leggero, Andy Kindler, and the late great Greg Giraldo. Uh -huh. so oh, Greg wow. Giraldo was like yeah. hero. Yeah, man. I like Natasha and Andy Kindler. I love. Yeah, and like Andy Kindler's weird like that. I was like. Andy will like Bing. Yeah. I don't know about the other two, but Andy will like him. So I'll do that. And I worship Greg Gerardo. So there was a few comics who were way far ahead of me in their careers who, like, I saw headline helium. Not huge names, but they were there at the beginning. And, like, right. they, they had some. They were on Letterman or Conan or whatever. And they got knocked down. They, like, they're, no, thanks, no, thanks. So I was like, all bets are off. I'm not going through, even, even if I had that little glimmer that I was going to go through. Right. So I can just enjoy myself. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, next person. And I walk out there, and I'm marching out there. I get the whole thing. That, and I'm like, hello, my name is Bing Supernova, and I'm going to read through my book of truths. And it's just the three judges in the back of the comedy club, empty comedy club, three judges There's in the back. There's nobody else other than camera and the crew. people. Yeah. It's the crew and the three of them. So it's very awkward, but I'm like, I'm in my costume, whatever. And I just start going through the jokes that I just said, my jokes. And they start hitting and I hadn't heard the crew laugh at anybody before me, and I heard like 10 other people. All of a sudden, the crew's laughing. 
<laughs> and they're la- the judges are laughing. And so I stop after like 30 seconds. I did a couple jokes and they're like, keep going. And so I just do a couple more and they're like, keep going. And like, I don't have that many. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to burn all of them. Right. But they're like, you have more? And I was like, yes. And they're like, keep going. So then it's time for them to judge me. Did you do the closer on it? Did you get to? I don't think I did Michael Jordan. I don't yeah. think I, because that would be a little too much. Yeah. And not to me, but I get uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So they go through their critiques and Andy Kindler was like, well, you had some funny jokes. I don't really get it though. You're not really a character. And which was a totally legitimate critique. He's like, Pee Wee Herman is a character. You know where he's coming from. He's a thing. Mm. He's like, you're just a guy wearing a weird outfit saying goofy stuff. He's like, it's kind of funny, but he's like, I don't know who you are. It's not cohesive. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I pass. I was like, well, Kindler, he was my ace in the hole. So you're out in your mind. Right. And then Greg Giraldo was like, no. It's fucking funny. It's funny. And I laughed. He's going, like, I, yes, that was, I don't care <laughs> if he's goofy. He's funny. Oh, yeah. my God. What a, a win. Really funny jo- and I was like, Greg yeah. Giraldo. Greg Giraldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Natasha Leggero was like, I don't know. And there's a kind of hemming and hauling. And so she's the. Yeah. And I, part of me wants her to say no so I can just go home and have the story and then just yeah. be done with it. Yeah. Get yourself on that reel. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, do a couple of more. So then I start rolling into a couple more jokes, and the crew's really laughing at this point. And she's like, I guess I'd like to see more of you. And I was like, I'd like to see more of you. <laughs> you know, like, do one of that. Yeah. And she, they're like, you're past. And I'm like, what? <laughs> the chip breaks out, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like. Do you know who I am? Yeah. You, I'm not really this guy. And I'm like, Oh, well, well, thank you. You, you better. And then, like, I'm very. Being supernova has no paperwork. No, he is <laughs> a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> How's he gonna get on a plane? Exactly. <laughs> so I and I'm very confrontational with people. So I was kind of an asshole to them and like yelling kind of at the judges because what I do is like, you don't know comedy at all. Blah blah blah. Right. Like, that was yeah. my shtick. So they're like, no, we'll see you tonight. And it was actually tomorrow night, but they say tonight. Right. Yeah. So I get ushered off stage and this like PA takes me and she puts me in, it's at Gotham Comedy Club in, in New York. And, and she puts me in this like hallway that's basically like into the kitchen and it's this little tiny hallway. And she's like, wait here. You got to wait until one more person does their audition and then we'll take you out and we're going to interview you. So just wait here. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so I'm standing there again by myself. Flashbacks. Flashbacks, yeah. right? <laughs> and I'm standing there in my stupid outfit. I'm just waiting. All of a sudden, the door comes flying open. Barry Katz comes walking in. Barry Katz is, I don't know if he owned a book to comedy club in New York for years, like back in, I think even like the late 80s, 90s, but he was the producer of Last Comic Standing. Okay. He's managed or produced, I forget, he's like an agent or producer, like Dane Cook, everybody. He is a, he's a podcast now called Industry Standard. He's Mr. Stand-Up Comedy, knows everybody and has is just the guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there in my stupid outfit. And he was <laughs> watching the whole thing because he's one of the producers. Sure. And he comes walking past. And he's on the phone, but he comes walking past me. And he stops and he pulls the phone. And he goes, hey, man. And he's got this voice. And he's like, hey, man, that was really funny. So I'm like ripping my Bing suit off. Be like, my name is Chip Chantry. Like, <laughs> yeah. But then he just kind of keeps walking. He's like, that was. And I was like, oh, my God. So they take me out to like the one other room. And they're like, we're going to interview you now. Be Bing. And I'm like being very nice to them. I'll go, okay, do you want me to do that? I was like, I can kind of do that. They're like, yeah, do the act, do the whole thing. So this this woman is interviewing me, <laughs> and I'm just berating her on camera. How dare you ask me that? You That is the stupidest question I've ever heard. <laughs> and like they would cut. I'm like, I'm so sorry. They're like, they're like, no, keep doing that. So I just, I'm like kind of yelling at her, and she's, I'm giving information. I'm like, yes, and that, that, blah, blah, blah. 
they do B-roll of me walking down the sidewalk and into the club, like, you know, that B-roll yeah. that they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally elbowing and, like, shouldering <laughs> New Yorkers in this outfit, just banging them out of the way because I'm being supernova and, like, yeah. watch me swagger. Yeah. Walking in, they're doing, they're like, this is great. You're hilarious. This is amazing. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to get the crazy reel and I'm moving on. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, this could be a huge deal. So they send me home for the night. And my buddy Kent actually moved on too. So we had to drive up the next day and we get there and it's this new cattle call, but it's all the people who made it on to yeah. the, the next night. But what a great night driving home. You guys oh both, God. like you must have been flying. Kent was very excited. Yeah, because he's himself. He's he himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I, you're like, I'm fucking trapped. I'm <laughs> trapped. And I'm also like, my anxiety, which always flares up, I'm like, I just wanted to be done with it. Now yeah. I have to go back up to New York City again and do this again and face rejection again. With another right. book of truths. Another book of truths. Yeah. Chip, do you reuse the same jokes when you do? I forget. I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember if I did some of the same or I did. I definitely did new ones. Yeah. Because I definitely did the Falcons joke. The, well, the when you come back, you perform one. in front of a, a it's live, a live studio. And it's, the judges so are it's there. At, right, it's, right, it's, right. it's the same exact thing. It's at... Same stage at Gotham. The judges are there, but it's a full a night, studio audience. Who is that audience? Is it the same type of audience that like they get at Caroline's at two in the morning, or it's is a it? Good, it was a hot crowd. Oh, like they were good. primed okay. to okay. be. Okay. It's because they get TV. comedy. They were primed to be. Yeah, they were yeah. good comedy, smart comedy crowd. But I think they were also primed. Like, hey, the producers are always like laugh it up. Yeah. You know, they, so it was a good crowd. So it's all of these kind of like hot shot, mostly like New York comics or like Austin comics, Chicago comics, and it's just me and Kent. And everybody else is mingling and like networking. And it's like, I was never like in that mm. like big acting thing or auditions where like you just see these yeah. people, they're larger than life and they're just glad handing and they have all this personality, which I don't have. We call them Ian's, but Ian's. No, go on. Dude, just no, a bunch of Ian's. It's awkward. You know that, it doesn't like, happen. I don't. <laughs> where you're glad handing. Yeah. Yeah. He's guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, but it's just, it, and it's kind of smarmy and just like, I wanted to mingle too. I was like, well, I at least better network with yeah. all these other comedians who could be big someday. And some of them went on their big comedians. Who do you mingle as? Are you like, do I, do I stay? That's the you know. problem. They were like, everybody has to be ready to go on at a moment's mm. notice. So I was in this basement room for like two and a half, three hours. And you don't want to break character. As Bing. Yeah. With all these hip New York Exhausting. comics who are just disgusted by me. They're like, what the fuck? fuck is this yeah and i'm just sitting there and like i couldn't just take off the stuff and be like hey i'm chip because blah, 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 you had to be ready to go and they're like no put it on right so i'm just everybody else is glad hand and make and all these well can you things. imagine if you were in that room and there was some character oh, yeah. who like wouldn't stop mm -hmm. you know like i mean how many rooms have you been in with stand-up comics that just like won't turn it off when yeah. you're done and you just want to be like hey man i'm chip how are you doing what's your life like and they're like well i'll tell you another thing <laughs> And you're like, oh, buddy, just relax. Just please stop. Do, yes. And here you are with a beret and you're, you're <laughs> this guy. And they're, and they're nervous about going on for their big shot. And there's a guy who's just like, how dare you? <laughs> you're like, oh, guy, you're killing me. It was the worst. You're trapped in Bing. Yes. Oh, my God. So I, it's finally <laughs> my turn. And I'm like, this is NBC. And some of these jokes are really dark and mean. I'm like, whatever. But I just go out there, and I'm just like, I'm just giving it my all. And I go up, and I'm just like nailing my jokes as hard as I can. And they really work. It's getting huge laughs. But in all honesty, everybody's doing yeah. well. It's a good, hot crowd. Mm -hmm. So I do the Falcons joke, though, for the first time. And I do remember 
gasps. No, no. Uh, I remember Greg Giraldo turning to Andy Kindler. They turn to each other, and Greg just drops his pen, and they just start laughing. And yeah. I was like, Damn. my career could be over right yes. now. I, could just, I should just walk off stage right now. Yeah. Don't even just go down the train and go home. I made Greg Giraldo laugh on yep. TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm done. So I get down my set, and you're up there for three minutes or something like that, five minutes, and they pull you off, and then they bring you up on these risers, and there's like 20 of us, and they call us up. Out of these 20, here are the five that are moving on, and they call out the names. And my name's not called. Bing Supernova's not called. I don't move on to the third round. Kent didn't move on either, and he was more disappointed than I was. I was almost relieved of anything. As much as I was disappointed, Sure, I was relieved because I was like, okay, at least this is over. But then I got really nervous because I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be on Last Comic Standing now. And like, how's it going to look? Are they going to make me look crazy? Are they going to make Bing look crazy? Or is it going to come off as stupid or whatever? And we had like viewing parties because like a few of our friends were contestants. And we watched the one week and we watched the whole hour, but it wasn't my night. Mm. So then I had to wait a whole other week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, ah. And then finally we're sitting there again. Half the people come back for the viewing party. Yeah. Yeah. And literally on the second night when it's my night, you see my Bing Supernova's face for like two seconds when I'm on the riser, like waiting to see if I get called. And that's literally the only thing that was showed. Bing Supernova didn't get the crazy. So all I wanted was I'm not going to make it to the second round, but I'll get on the crazy reel. And instead, I got to the second round. And, and didn't no real. make the crazy real. What? Oh, no unusual. Greg Geraldo laughing. No Greg Geraldo yeah, laughing. Yeah, but you always have that. Yeah, I yes. always have that. But I will say, as an epilogue to that story, a couple of months later, Greg Geraldo was at Helium for the week, and I was hanging out, and Meredith, who was a woman who does PR for Helium, was like, oh, Greg, this is Chip Chantry. He's a local comic, really funny guy. And he's like, oh, hey, man. He's like, hey, you look really familiar. Uh... Did we work together? I was like, well, actually, I was on last com- I was connected on last comic standing. He's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I did this, I did this, I did this character. And he's like, you're the beret guy with the glasses. <laughs> he's like, that was really funny. And I was like, yeah, that was that was me. Oh, man. And then he was like, really nice about it. And uh, and, and that was the only time I ever saw him. Then uh, after that, but uh, but yeah, but that was uh, but yeah, Bing that's awesome. Made it to New York City, and uh, and I didn't lose last comic standing. No. Being super Thing did. Fuck that yeah, guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's a hack. <laughs>